Hey, what's up, guys? It's your good friend Jimbo here. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. Now here's the best. Stay tuned, sports podcast. And hello there, all you stay tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here with a very special guest. It's been a couple years since we have gotten here. The OG of staying. It, it feels it like a, it. It has not been a couple years. It's been maybe a few months. Oh, I don't know. It's See, been a while. It's been a while since I've been a regular. Pro- I've been on the show. In yeah, LA. that's true. Yeah, yeah. You do your but your your I one was year. A, I was a co-credited part of the show. It's been a while. Yeah. So how you been, buddy? All right, not too bad. Still alive, which is always a good thing. Go you know, go figure. Uh, you know, with, the, with COVID going on, me and you are still still kicking. Yeah, no, <laughs> still doing. Uh, still doing well which is surprising considering all the health problems i have you know yeah i should have been dead for the jump but i'm not yet so you know fingers crossed we'll see how that goes uh how you been pretty good uh pretty exciting times that you know for me you know i talked to you a little bit i'm looking for a house so that way i get a little bit more better lighting for this video stuff yes we are actually yeah. for the, the listeners we are actually doing a lot not live but a video of our episode which will be on our youtube channel and Real quick, not to cut you off, King King, before uh, we get any further, head over to YouTube so you could subscribe and watch us, um, as well as our Facebook page and our Twitter page, which is uh, ST Sports Podcast. Now, here's the thing. If you're going to that YouTube, not only do you hit subscribe, make sure you punch that bell button oh, yeah, right yeah. in the face, as you know, they like to do. You know, Smash that like button. Hit the bell. Be just, notified. Just you know. don't hit it as hard as like Mike Tyson may hit a... Bare knuckle fighter, because you may break your computer. You're, dude. I'll tell you what. <laughs> this is as somebody who was like I was like eight, nine, ten years old towards the end of the you know the the Tyson hype. I was a yeah. real little kid when Tyson was at his peak. So I don't remember a lot, but I do. I do remember as a kid waking up that I think it was Sunday morning. After the Tokyo fight, I remember being going with my father uh, in uh, in his car. We were going, sh- I think we were going shopping. We were getting stuff for like Sunday breakfast or whatever. Okay. And he turns on the radio and you hear the news that Mike Tyson lost. And even me as a kid, I'm like, no, yeah. <laughs> Mike Tyson didn't lose. Because not only that, but I mean, I, I'm sure like any kids of uh, my age, kids i'm 38 years old <laughs> or anybody in my age bracket remembers playing mike tyson's punch out yeah you never could beat him so mike tyson at that point is like a guy he's like a boxing god you know he can't he can't be beat he's got a video game after him he can't be beat that's like somebody beating hulk hogan for the championship it doesn't happen yeah but sure enough, he did and uh and so to, to but but seeing some like seeing his stuff now is uh, interesting. Have you seen any of his videos? Yeah. Um, when he made the video, the I'm back video, 
I mean, he's still got hands. He still has that quickness. My only concern is, does he still have the speed in the legs, the agility? I mean, the, the one uh, video that I remember seeing um, from his, you know, in the past, was him basically almost kissing the ground, ducking underneath punches. Right. 53, 54-year-old man now. I mean, granted, he's tip-top shape. It's going to be tough to, to move around. All right, but here's the thing. And, and I mean, uh, yeah, it's good to have that agility, too. Uh, and, again, we don't know what it, he could He could be on some of that wonderful uh, <laughs> hormone therapy and yeah. stem cells and stuff. That You, I, you know, that you, you see in MMA, they're not supposed to be on. Yeah. But let's all be serious. Uh, you know, because you see with some of these guys that they're in their late 30s, early 40s, mid 40s, and still have that, you know, they, they still have the body yeah. of, of a much younger person. And actually, I was watching, uh, and I'm sure he doesn't need a promotion since he's made $100 million now, <laughs> but I was watching on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he was discussing about this as well, about how you now are going to have these these fighters, whether MMA or boxing or whatever, you're going to have these people who now are going to have the body of somebody who's in their late 20s with the experience of somebody who's been fighting their whole lives. Yeah. And that's going to be super dangerous. And that's the thing with Mike Tyson is that, I mean, Tyson's dangerous anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and I think what makes this more interesting, whether, you know, where he's going to the, 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 from, from what, I understand is that he's going to the the bare knuckle fighting championship. Well, I mean, what... as of right now, it's it's not a done deal. But how this all started, I don't know how much of it you followed, but supposedly uh, late last week, I think it was. Um, no, actually, earlier last week. So I did I did talk about last week. Um, him and Evander Holyfield were trying to get together to do a Tyson Holyfield three match. Well. From what I, from what I heard from that is that that was never a consideration, oh, okay. and that was just and that was broken out by people talking. But Tyson said that Holyfield was not going to be an opponent of his. Okay, and, and uh, some of his agents came out and said that yeah, it, the, whole, the Holyfield thing was was it seems to be like a media thing. Like people people heard that he was coming back, and then people also heard that Evander was training again. Yeah, and they said. Oh, they're gonna do uh, Tyson and and Holyfield th uh, three or four or whatever you know yeah. the, the reckoning whatever it's gonna be it's gonna be the, uh, it's gonna be this big fight Tyson's like nah nah that's not what's happening <laughs> so because uh, I've seen that too early on and I'll tell you what if it was Tyson Evander I don't know if I would be as excited Tyson I've... versus some guy from bare knuckle boxing I would watch. Yeah, um, honestly, I'm just worried about his health more if he goes to bare knuckle compared to boxing Holyfield. And reasoning being is Holyfield is same age or right around there, same age. So it's right. you know it's like the two grumpy old men at the the supermarket fighting over a watermelon compared to. Dude, I disagree with you on that. Yeah. Compared Dude, to, uh, I was gonna say, did you see Tyson? But Holyfield is in shape as well. There's a difference between in shape and being a murderer. Well, he's and I'm not saying that like saying Tyson murdered somebody. What I'm saying is, 
Tyson looks like right now, he could step into a boxing ring with somebody and hurt them. Yeah, and uh, to clarify, oh, he's not as quick. He's not. You don't have to be quick. If you knock somebody's teeth into the back of their skull, you ain't got to be quick. Yeah, and you'll. But the only other thing too with with bare knuckle is you can't punch full force. You know, we've seen. I, I seen that with a couple of fighters where they think they could go in there, punch full force, and I, I believe because it's been a while since we had one because of the whole COVID thing, but I believe they do uh, five two-minute rounds, and by the third rounds, both their hands are shattered. They can't go on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, again, tell that to Mike Tyson. No. I'll, I'll pass. Will Tyson, will Tyson know? Listen, it's like, oh, they have the, the you know, three two-minute rounds or whatever it is. Yeah. What makes you think it's getting out of the first 15 seconds of the first round? Yeah, true. Looking at that video of Mike Tyson, he's going to hurt somebody. Yeah. And I think that's why everybody would go ahead and buy that that uh, pay-per-view, which is why them offering him $20 million, allegedly that's apparently the offer that's on the table they're still negotiating it yeah. or whatever uh, but if if you're this company, if you're bare knuckle fighting championships uh, I don't care if, yeah, you go out to the bank you get yourself some loans you start talking to the mob to see if they'll give you loans Dude, you start borrowing money from your grandmother if you have to, but you give this man $20 million because you're going to make twice, three times as much as that on a pay-per-view that has Mike Tyson in it fighting somebody, doesn't matter who Yeah, with bare knuckles, somebody's going to like everybody my age or a little bit older, everybody in our age bracket is going to do this because holy s it's mike tyson yeah and you know and then it's, everybody it's, else who's younger who's only ever heard of mike tyson is going to be like okay i want to see why my older brother i want to see why my father i want to see why my uncles always talked so much about mike tyson let's go ahead and see this it's gonna be a must see oh yeah without a doubt and you know you kind of made a statement before um about the president of BKFC, you, know, you, you go get alone, talk to the mob. I'm telling you, I, I, I think he's part of the mob. Because here, here's the thing is, I've bought every pay-per-view so far, I think minus one, because I was camping or something like that. Every one, it was only 30 bucks, okay? okay? The arenas that they have these events in, eight to 10,000 seat uh, arenas. Like, they're, like your, they're like your local armory, like the yeah. Kingston armory. There is no way this company is making $20 million a year to be able to afford a, a, a Tyson. I, well, I would do because with 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 things like this, with with some companies like this, you're starting like places like this realize the money isn't in live attendance. It's in pay-per-view numbers. It's in how many people will you get to buy? Now, some of them have made deals like we saw uh, the the one we watched. I thought that was uh, Bare Knuckle by the, the BKB is what I remember. Yeah. The, the logo or whatever. Uh, and, and that's the th same thing. It was happening in an armory, but they had uh, what an agreement with Fight TV and their pay-per-views went through yeah. Fight TV. So they get not only did they get some pay per view revenue, but they also get the revenue. You know, Fight TV asked you know for exclusive rights to have that on through Fight TV, so people can watch that. And but so that's probably where a lot of that money comes from. Uh, so like when you look at it, 
it's not it's not so much driven like well if if they're only pulling in five thousand people six thousand people to watch these fights that's not going to be the make or break it's how many people do they get at home to buy the pay-per-view yeah i mean to to go on top of what you said about uh pay-per-view buys uh last year there was only one month that i believe was june or july that they topped ufc with pay-per-view buys only once so if again going back to the 20 million dollar contract even though supposedly they're going back to tyson to offer more with more incentives to have him come they're gonna have to do more pay-per-view buys than a, a ufc event and that's for, but and here's the thing and this is and this is the gamble this is the gambit that uh, i don't know who is the president of uh, the the bare knuckle dave dave feldman feldman or okay. fieldman i always call him feldman so he's gonna be taking like this is this is this is one of those high risk high reward situations. Yeah. Like, okay, listen. I can get the money. I can get this money, we can pull it together, we can get some loans, we can do this, we can do that, whatever. We're gonna get that. Okay. What we need to do now is get Tyson to do it. Because this is the thing, this is the gamble. This is what I think will work. Uh is if you get Tyson. It's it's guaranteed. I'll almost guarantee it that, and especially now in a world where where COVID is around and there's really not a lot of sports going on right now. Yeah, some are starting to slowly come back and talk about it, but there's really not a lot to watch. Yeah, throw this up on pay per view and say, hey, bare knuckle boxing. It's a little something, a little fun. Oh yeah, we only have the most dangerous man to ever step into a ring, ready to kill somebody yeah. with his bare hands who's not watching that no that's who not. isn't watching that yeah. they're gonna get they will get more buys yeah. than at ufc event if tyson is on the card yeah if they get tyson and this is the other part and this is and this is where i i you know where i think it's kind of a can't miss if you have tyson on the card, it doesn't matter who he's fighting you don't have to get a name they might Maybe you get one of your best bare knuckle boxers in there with them. Maybe you get somebody who's a fodder, a jobber, if you will, if we yeah. use wrestling. Uh, maybe you get another boxer to come in and try to do something with it. Either way, it doesn't matter. You could put them in there with a baby. It doesn't <laughs> matter. People are going to tune in to watch Mike Tyson murder somebody's face. And, you know, to help your. You're thinking there the the one main name that keeps on getting floated around and i know you're not into ufc so you don't really know the fighters too well but Wanderlei silva and i you know i talked i messaged you about this wasn't he the one that was that the one that shattered his leg no no that's anderson silva okay yeah i again i don't know these names i could have went somewhere real bad there but i'm not going to (laughs) um yeah silva silver all the same they are. Listen, <laughs> all I heard was blah, 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 Silva. Yeah. And I'm like, was that the guy? Who, oh, no, that's another Silver. Well, okay, that's fine, but I'm not in the UFC. I don't really know. Yeah. All yeah. I remember is watching that live, and we were watching it at your place. Yeah. And none of you saw it. The, my girlfriend at the time, you, I think it was your sister. Yeah. Uh, Hardy, Tom. We had everybody there, and you all were talking about something. I watched it. 
I freak. I was just like, oh my God. And you all looked at me like I'm crazy. Like, what happened? What happened? Oh, did we miss the end of the fight? Did he hit him? And I'm like, no, that's not what happened. We, yeah. And then they did the replay. Yeah. And you see you see a leg just hug somebody else's leg. Like it's not supposed to. Oh God. That was so cool. Oh, I still but, think uh, about it. But the the name that they're floating around Waterlay Silva is a brawler. He, he he could choke you out. You know, if he's in UFC, he could choke you out. He could do all that stuff. But he rather stand there and just throw. So right, and he's not going to look forward to fight like this. Yeah, and he's not going to cost twenty million. You know, maybe two million, three million, stuff like that. If if they do sign him, yeah, I agree with you. It's not going to pass fifteen seconds. One of them, it. I mean, most likely Tyson's going to win it, but one of them is going going to sleep. Well, this is the thing. This is. With this fight going going forward from this fight, I think you're going to need to to book people that have the ability to beat Mike Tyson if he still wants to continue in this way. Yeah, but for this fight, uh, I don't think it matters. People aren't looking like normally you'd say you want to see a fight where oh the outcome could be that Mike Tyson loses. You want somebody that oh they could stuff. That's not what this is. This. This event, if it goes down, is going to be old school carny land. Yeah. This is going to be come and see the magnificent Iron Mike Tyson kill somebody. <laughs> For $59.99, you can watch one grown man kill another grown man in a completely legal fashion. Yeah. That's what this would be. And people would want to tune into that. I, a poor man with no money, would buy the hell out of that paper <laughs> as I think anybody else would. It's going to be, you know, obviously people are going to illegally stream it. Oh, yeah. But even with that, even at the advent of illegal streaming nowadays, they'll make at least, like, if you're paying Mike Tyson at $20 million on buys alone, probably you're looking at somewhere between 60 to $80 million maybe in pay-per-view. And it could be more and, and that's the other thing too is with fight tv you could uh buy the pay-per-view for the next seven days like it's not like ufc okay pay-per-view is over okay you gotta get fight pass now you gotta pay more will it will it be through fight most likely that uh bkfc has a deal with fight tv fight.tv whatever uh because this also seems like something that would be big too and not only that but international as well like yeah. this is something that people from England, from Saudi Arabia, from China, from Russia, yeah. from Brazil. Like this is a worldwide thing. This is like this is Iron Mike Tyson. Yeah. And you hate to, you know, you you always hate to overblow something, but you know, this is Mike flipping Tyson going into a ring fighting somebody. Now what happens not to kind of change the subject, what happens if the worst happens, and he gets knocked out. Then you watch it again, and then it becomes like, oh man, I guess, I guess he still was. You know, he, he he thought he was, and he was looking good, and that's the whole thing is that you buy it, and if that happens, that'll be a shock. Will it be a Buster Douglas shock? I don't think so, but it'll still be a shock. I think yeah. seeing how Mike Tyson is, the fact that he's what 52, 53? 54, I think they said he was. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Look at that man! Look at that man! <laughs> I should post. A, I mean, Grant, I'm I'm 38. I should post a picture of me next to him, and 
I just wish I could look like that. It's like e I'm, even I'm even like a, a quarter of what he looks like. I wish I could have that physique. Um, you know, well, listen, I was going to the gym. I was starting to get good, and then all of a sudden, this this Rona happened. Yeah. Closed all the gyms down. Can't even go. Can't even go to Planet Fitness. Getting my pizza on Mondays. Can't even get that now. <laughs> my bagel Tuesdays gone. Well, I'm doing the list. Got to get the gains while you're, you know. Uh, well, just just uh. be just be like those morons down in Florida protesting open gyms and doing sit-ups outside of the gym. Just, I don't well, know. listen. That, this will be a this will be a topic for another show. Yeah. But no. <laughs> I don't know. Like, part of me wants to get like I I want to get back to the gym, which yeah. is weird for me to say because I'm a fat bastard. But I want to be able to get out. I want to be able to do stuff again. Yeah. And it seems like people don't want that, and I I don't know why. It's hard. I get it. I understand people are scared, but at the same time. We got to be able to move and get out. Yeah, and, and that, that's been my motto this whole time was we can't just stop living. You know, you still. And I'm going to die. Listen, uh, right now I'm going to die from eating goddamn ramen more than I am from, from coronavirus at yeah. this point. Like I've got, I've gained probably 20 pounds. The obesity is going to kill me before Corona does. Yeah. So I need to, I need to be able to get out and do stuff. People want to go to work. You know, people like it, it's a, it's a, it's a bad situation. And, and listen, if you're listening to this, you probably know. How bad of a situation yeah. it is because you're living. We're all in it. Yeah. We're all. It sucks. So, you know, I, my my whole point this whole time has been use common sense, wear a mask, wash your damn hands, you filthy bastard. Yeah. Everybody out there is so dirty. I just I already realized how dumb people were. Like you see people driving their cars alone in their cars <laughs> with their mask. mask yep. <laughs> yeah. This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. Because people are literally too stupid to know how to just do stuff with common sense. Uh, it's stupid. But if you wear a mask, if you're going out, wear a mask. Stay away from people. Wash your goddamn hands. You know. So don't, let, don't let, sneezing and coughing on people. Let me ask you this, Daniel. Since we're on kind of the topic of as long as we, we use our common sense and, and stuff like that. Right. Do you think fans, I know NFL is talking about having fans in the stadiums this year. You think it's too soon for that stuff? No, because the NFL is already in September. We're looking at September for when the NFL comes back. By that time, everything should be open. Oh, yeah. And it and whether it is or not, whether the governments want them or not, I don't know. But it should be open, and you should start having fans there. At some point, listen, if you're going to get sick, you're going to get sick. Unless you plan on being John Travolta, being the boy in the bubble for the rest of your damn life, <laughs> you know, uh, you gotta be able to to go out and and be social and and be there. And you know, if you're someone like me, if you still like, let's say it's September, if you're still uncomfortable and want to wear a mask, go nuts. Yeah, I have no, I'm not I'm not like one of these idiots that are making fun of people for wearing masks. No, wear a mask. Absolutely, if that helps with your anxiety about being out and around people, wear a mask. Yeah. If you just don't go to the event, if you're like, I think personally. It's still too soon to go be around all these people. Then simply don't go. That's the point, you know, is is you should be able to have that choice of I'm not comfortable with it. So I'm going to continue to take steps that make me feel safe. But doing that for everybody, telling everybody you don't get to go out. Yeah. You don't get to go to work. <clears throat> you don't get to go shopping. You don't get to do anything because we think it's going to make everybody else safer. 
at this point with the virus like this this isn't a black death yeah isn't ebola this isn't anything like that it's it is bad yeah it for for people like me who have an underlying condition and I, this is the thing i'm one of those people that would be like hmm i don't know i might feel a little uncomfortable in a group of people yeah and that's fine i will avoid that situation i will wear a mask i will make sure that i feel safe for me to go out there and that's that's my point but that that's my choice to make yeah to to take that away from somebody else who is perfectly healthy that's the thing i'm overweight i have diabetes like i have i have health problems that make me susceptible to this to this virus so i need to take the precautions that i have to take in order to make sure that i am safe and i'm protected in 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 my own mind yeah i have to do those things I'm not going to leave it up to a government official or to my neighbor or somebody else to do that for me. I've seen these people. They're gross. <laughs> I'm not leaving them to to come up with ways to to make me safe by therefore like locking everybody in their house. That's not that, that's not how we do things. So and the fact that on this long is bad enough so you know you said by september nfl you know everything should be open up what about uh nhl playoffs i mean they they're talking about the well they they still have to get the the start date voted on i guess they only voted on the playoff uh how they're gonna set it up and stuff like that but they did well, say this, no fans will be in attendance well this is this is all kind of fluid right now because what we're looking at is as as we're talking right now uh i believe i believe gary bettman was having a, a press conference oh so it is a perfect timing discussing it i know it's pretty good <laughs> uh so what because what's been rumored around what's been going on is the devils uh, aren't in the playoffs no we're not so Oh, so Shucks. We're, we're terrible. We're, we are terrible. We're terrible hockey teams. You can't, you can't even make a, pl- a playoff that the they, they made up to make shitty teams. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're that far down. <laughs> we're going to have a 2014 playoff and we still don't make it. So, uh, so let me see here. Because uh, I'm trying to find the latest news on it. Uh, okay. So, like, as of right now, what I saw in the article a couple days ago, like, King said was it's 24 team uh, top four teams of each division was it? Gets okay so here we go here we go here, here's what we got Okay. Uh, NHL commissioner Gary Bettman announced that the resumption of the season uh, as expected a 2014 playoff will take place formal training camps open July 1st or thereabouts, clubs will report to their respective hub. No decision has been made yet as to what two cities will be those hubs. How this is going to break down is that there is going to be uh, the top four teams in each conference are going to be separated from the the rest of, of the teams that yeah. make it. So, from what I understand, let me see. Uh, they're, they're calling it the, the five seed all the way to twelve a, a play-in series. Like right, it's going to be a, 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 a basically a, a qualifying round. It's yeah. going to be a best of five. Yeah, those teams. So, like in the Eastern Conference, it'll be the Penguins versus the Canadians, the Hurricanes versus the Rangers, 
the Islanders versus the Panthers and the Maple Leafs versus the Blue Jackets. That'll be best of five, first to three, you know, however you want to put it. Yeah. Those would be that. Now, from what I also understand, and I'm looking just to see uh, a confirmation uh, on, on see if I can find any further information. But right now, I'm just on Twitter. So Twitter is always full of. Yeah, you got to watch which right. ones. So I, here's what I want to do. Okay, and they're going to do a round robin. So like where everybody else is playing those qualifying games, the first four seeds are going to play a round robin four seeding. Oh, wow. Okay. So you're going to have each one of those teams. They're going to play each of the other teams. And then however those go standings, you'll have one, two, three, and four seed. Yeah. And they'll play... According to the seed, you know, who, the lowest remaining seed from the playoffs will play the one seed. The second lowest will play the second seed. And then the highest remaining seed will play uh, the, or, or the, the third, you know, so yeah. on and so forth. So, so that's what we're looking at. Uh, and it, it's going to take place between these two hubs. They don't know where they're going to be yet. I would imagine one would be in the east. One would be in the West, whether that's going to be Florida or or somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, I believe Vegas has been the most floated one as far as the Western hub. Okay, but again, that's not uh, that's not uh, official yet. But when you're talking about the hub cities that they're talking about, uh, they want to make sure that they have an arena. They want to have the practice facilities for these people to take place in hotels good transportation that they can get to and from everywhere yeah and that's the, basically you're gonna have the you're gonna have to take over a hotel or several hotels to keep these hockey teams in keep them in basic isolation yeah uh you know where they go how they practice with who they practice everything like that that's all gonna be uh that so that's i mean a lot of new breaking news here Breaking news with all this stuff. But that's actually and, and, pretty... and you heard it first here at Stay Tuned Sports. Well, I mean, they're hearing it on Thursday, so it's actually two days after it actually happened. But we're doing it now. So, so we're predicting this, the future. This is breaking news uh, taped live before a studio audience. Uh, but so there we go. Hockey's coming back. Your Flyers are one of the uh, top four seeds. In yes, the East, they so are. So they might. So they could be as high as the number one seed and they could be the four seed, but you're in the playoffs. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> that's, um, that's half the battle as somebody who has a team in the fight. Unlike myself, uh, your thoughts on this, uh, basic stand, a standing cup tournament. If yeah. you will. Um, honestly, I mean, I've been saying for a while, I thought they should have canceled the season. I'm really, yes. I'm real worried that, you, you figure, okay, they could be practicing at home and training at home, but they really haven't played a game or, or practiced with the teammates since March. I'm really worried about how good the product is that they're going to put out there. Well, that's with the hub cities and whenever they have them. That's the thing. July 1st is going gonna, is gonna to be that date where they basically have a start of training camp. Yeah, but will that be enough time to get back into, you know, into shape and get the chemistry going back together again? I mean, you know, you, you, about the Flyers, think about 
how well the Flyers were playing at the end there. Okay, but what I'm saying is, how long do you think it takes for that to happen? Well, you figure to, get, to say to get back into playing shape. You know, you figure what training camp, normal training camp for hockey is a month or two, right? And then they go. So, so if you do a couple of weeks of a season, and a lot of these players, if you've been watching their twitters and Instagrams and such, have been staying in shape. They've been staying in playing shape. They've been working out at home. They've been posting how they're working at home. P.K. Subban, who unfortunately is not going to be a part of this, yeah. is just ripped and jacked to all hell. You know what I mean? Like, he, you know, I imagine there's a lot of players that are doing the same thing. I don't think a lot of the NHL players, when this whole thing happened, just went home and said, oh, all right, and started stuffing little Debbie no, down there. I understand that, but I, I just think playing in an actual game is totally different than in your 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 backyard type situation. Well, I think also so here's what's going so this, so this is what I'm thinking too is that you're going to have the training camp and then basically that whole round robin thing with the top four seeds and the play-in series with the other teams is basically going to be that kind of tune, like a tune up, up. yeah. Yeah, okay. And, like we can actually play against other people again and we can get back into shape so that when the what would be a regular playoffs start with having eight teams in each conference by the time that starts you're gonna have teams ready to go yeah you know and i'm surprised because you're actually like the first flyer fans i've heard say they'd rather not because leading up until the covid this was turning out to be a pretty special season yeah. for the Flyers. yeah that that's what sucked so bad was finally after me being a flyers fan for what six seven years now Always have to dealing with you. Oh, how many cups you got? How many cups you got? When's the last time you won a cup? Had a chance and fucking COVID comes in. So so then my question you would be, as you just said, you'd rather have seen him cancel it. Would you not have wanted like this is giving you as a fan and as the Flyers as a team, as an organization, and all the other teams that are gonna be in this, it gives them a chance to still chase that Stanley Cup dream, have a Stanley Cup champion yeah. for the 2019-2020 season. Do you not want that? Like, as a fan, would you not want that? No, I mean, as a fan, obviously, I would want any chance at, to, to win a cup, whether, you know... Or would you be afraid of, like, people... Or would you be afraid of people saying, like, oh, this is to ask It's not a real Stanley Cup. You don't really... You know, it's... it's It was... This was BS. This you is... Know, whoever I, wins this cup doesn't... Uh, it's not really a championship. Uh, I think already, no matter what, it's... People are going to say that. You always have one of the players, uh, Duchenne, I, th I think his name was, um, okay. said he was hoping for a more traditional playoff setup format for this. And be going for the Stanley Cup, uh, the Stanley Cup, not the COVID Cup. So even yeah, but if I if I may interject, and, and this is going to be my own personal thought about it, uh, is we've seen two Stanley Cups, or I've seen two Stanley Cups in my lifetime that you could possibly put an asterisk on. Okay, uh, and that's 2013 with the Chicago Blackhawks and 1995 with my New Jersey Devils, our first Stanley Cup. Okay. And there's plenty of Ranger fans that still try to give the Devils a bunch of shit for it. For saying, like, you know, oh, it's not a real... You got half a cup because you played half a season. Which is funny because I haven't really seen anybody give the Blackhawks the same amount of crap for them winning 
2013 during the lockout shortened season, which yeah. was the same length, by the way, 48 games. So now you're going to take something that you, where you would normally have, you know, the eight teams per conference, 16 teams overall. Now you're going to have one that has more teams. Some people may see that as cheap. I see that as even more difficult because now not, let's say you're in, you're not one of the top four. Yeah. Let's say you're one of those teams that have to play the play-in series, the best of five play-in series. Yeah. So you play that. And then once you play that, then you go, and let's say you make a run, and you go all the way through. So now you've won the Stanley Cup. Going through uh, uh, 12 teams instead of eight in your own conference, going through 23 other teams... Yeah, but you know what? If, if you were, you're, you're, you're still like to me, and not only that, it's not like they're just putting putting people together. And I understand why they have to do this as well, because not all the teams yet had played an even amount of games. Like there's teams that played more games than some of the other teams. Yeah, and you still had teams that are on that bubble. You know, that are like, and, and that, that's my out, issue with having these out. lower teams in. Because, well, no, you have to have them in because they're on the bubble. Because here's the thing. If you're allowed to finish out the season. Well, if you're, if you're on the bubble, you should have played better before the bubble. No, because here's the thing. But they still they still don't play the amount of games. And especially some teams, they have that late surge at the end of the season. They could have then overtaken it. If played the 82-game season, they would have been there. Now, we can't finish the 82-game season. That's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. So yeah. how do you make this fair for those teams that are, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Let's take, you know, you take that, the, the three teams in, three teams out, and let's say that they're really close. Okay. You know, you're, they're two points out, they're yeah. four points out, six points out or something. Well, you're still in striking distance, and you have 15 more games to to make that up. And let's say you're on that, you're, you're, you're on that surge, and you're going to do it. And next thing you know, everything's shut down. You can't play. Yeah. Now... Now you oh they're going to start a playoff oh they're going to have a playoff for the Stanley Cup yeah but we're going to take the standings as they were so even though you were playing really well your whole team gelled you were winning and probably if you know you look at how things were going you might have made it you're not going to make it meanwhile the team that is six or seven who was falling they might have been two or three if you have a team that's like six or seven but they're on a losing streak they're all of a sudden falling apart they get to be in and yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah. That doesn't seem fair. And so I understand adding the extra four teams. You add those spots and you do this playing. It's almost like a quick end of the season. Okay, let's see who belongs into the main playoffs. So you get those, you, you, once you get the, 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 the qualifying rounds done, that best of five qualifying round, there you go. Then you got your one, eight, two, seven, Three, six, four, five matchups. You know, you reseed them as you will, whatever. Yeah. Then you have your traditional playoffs of your eight teams per conference, and then start there. If that's how you want to look at it, fine. You know, at the end of the day, you can still look at this and say, you know, the play-in rounds are basically the end of the season challenge. Yeah. You know, let's see how you do. If you if you beat this particular team, you're matched up with uh, in a, in a best of five series, then you're good enough to be into these playoffs and then we go from there. Like 
it's is it is it perfect? Is it going to be perfect? No, but no system was going to be perfect in this situation. Yeah. But I still think it's important to have it to have it done to crown yourself a Stanley Cup champion, to have a champion to give these guys who have worked all season worked hard, even if it is the goddamn fucking Flyers, <laughs> give them a chance. Give these guys a chance who have been working so hard all season because that's it. The Flyers started out the season. Like ass. Yeah. Fires were devil's levels of bad. And then as the season went on, they got better. They got better. All-star break came. They took off. They were great. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they just started to seem to click on all cylinders. And for a team like that, even though there's Flyers and I hate them, but let's say any other team like that too, that, you know, it seems like, wow, this is, this is something. We got something to then have everybody have no chance. Not even like, you know, uh, you, you, you're, you're going to give these guys no chance whatsoever to have a chance to win that cup, to have a chance to say that they're Stanley Cup champions. And I'm sorry, if you win this tournament, you're a Stanley Cup champion. Well, yeah. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say that this is an asterisk, this isn't a real championship. Yeah. This is, you win this, you win. Even if it is the Flyers. Because that's the thing, too, is that I, you know, having grown up, with that Devils 95 championship and having everybody try to take a huge dump on the dough. Oh, that's not a real one. That's not a real championship. Well, that's fine. We won two more anyway. So kiss my <laughs> ass. But, you know, that was a real Stanley Cup championship. They still had to go through all the teams they went through. They swept the Detroit Red Wings, which should not have happened. The yeah. Red Wings were supposed to sweep the Devils. Was that the last that time was, Detroit was, was good? What's that? Was that the last time Detroit was good? No, they won four more cups since oh. then. You know what I mean? It's like the, the, that was that was supposed to be the start of the Red Wings dynasty, and it it, the, it took two more years for them to get to it. Yeah, but but my point of you know my fact of the matter is, if you win this, you're, you're still you're still a champion. I can't see putting an asterisk on this. I can't say saying this isn't a real one. And if, you know, Duchesne wants to sit there and say it's the COVID cup or whatever, fine. But then, like, then don't play. Then stay home. Yeah. You know, this same thing with everybody else. If you don't like this, if you don't think it's right, if you don't think it's fair, stay home. Yeah. And it's the same thing that uh, 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 DeBoer, the coach for Vegas. Okay. Somebody asked him, like, well, what if the players come to you and say, well, I still don't feel safe playing in a smart. He says, well, it's going to be a short conversation. If you don't feel safe, stay home. Yeah. And that's all you can really do. You know, it's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It's not a shaming anybody. But like, if you, if you don't, if you don't feel safe, don't play. And if you think this is, if this is ridiculous, this is a COVID cup, this is anything, then stay home and don't play. Yeah. But I guarantee you, 99.9% .9 of the players are like, let's lace them up and let's go. Yeah. Because they want to play hockey and they want a chance to have their name on that cup. And not only that, to have their name on that cup for this season, this is a season, this would be a champion that's whoever wins is not going to be forgotten for a long time. Yeah. Just because of the unique circumstances, just because of the situation that we're all in. This is going to be one of those, yeah. I remember whenever we had COVID, I remember when, you know, blah, 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 team won the Stanley Cup. And that was great because that was really the only thing on between golf and, you know, 
uh, watching NASCAR with no fans. Nobody gives a hell about hey, it. Hey, 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 hey. We're, we're, we're NASCAR fans here now. You know, every every Monday you guys could check out the iRacing Stay Tuned Sports Car. So, oh, yeah, that's sorry. right. Well, <laughs> video game racing is a lot better than actual racing anyway. <laughs> if I just may say so myself. Yeah, I, I actually, and you, you know, we've been friends for, Jesus, what, eight, nine years now? Uh, what, 2012, wasn't it? Nor- the Notre Dame's last? Yeah, 2012. Yeah. It was the fall of 2012 when we started. And uh, you know me, I've never been into NASCAR. I actually, just from watching iRacing and, and rooting for our, our, our car and our guy there, I actually bought a NASCAR video game, NASCAR Heat 4. And now, granted... Oh, NASCAR uh, video games are fun or hell. That, that, that's fun. Especially when you're drunk. The so, one, so are you advocating drunk driving, Jimbo? Only in video games. Oh, God. What a <laughs> terrible message. The opinions of Jimbo are not those of Station Sports <laughs> or whatever platform we're on. YouTube or, or whatever. whatever. Uh, uh, Podbean, uh, iTunes. I'll tell you this: I must be a, uh, I must be an angry drunk driver because it, it gives you uh, friends and and rivals for uh, for the drivers. Right. I have probably a two to one ratio between rivals and friends. I would imagine so. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I did that too. I used to play. I, I loved the NASCAR video games. Yeah. I played them. I loved it. I thought it was great. I did very well in the uh, in the modifieds. Yeah, and, uh, and some of the lower tracks too. I did great in those. Uh, but then it comes to watching it. And yeah. like the thing, if you're not in a video game and you're not driving and you're not doing any of that stuff, if you're just sitting there watching a bunch of rednecks go around in a circle, it is boring as hell. It is, and I mean, really, the only race that I do tune in for a little bit is the road courses. At least you're making some right turns. So, well, I mean, listen, Dale Earnhardt made a right turn. Too. Hey, that's no, not cool. No, if, needed an if, I remember, if I remembered my boo button here, I would have booed you right out of the picture there. <laughs> uh, I love messing with the rednecks and Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> I love it. It's one of my favorite things in the world. So before we go, you kind of updated me on the whole Dak Prescott thing. I, I kind of want to touch on it a little bit here. So. A couple days ago, it came out, well, Chris Sims, you know, Hall of Fame, not a good quarterback type person. Hall of Fame, not a good quarterback? <laughs> is, there one of the, is there a not good Hall of Fame? Yes, there, it's the... We need to make, we need to make that. <laughs> the Stay Tuned Sports Hall of Not Very Good Fame. We should make a... Sh- <laughs> we should, you know what? And not to get off subject, we should make a shirt with that and on the back list our like top like Kings top ten here. The first class of the not good Hall of Fame. Oh, that's great. That's a million dollar idea right there, brother. We gotta do we have to do that now. Well we'll get Ryan Leaf to oh wait, he's back in jail. Never mind. Uh, Is he? <laughs> domestic uh domestic uh abuse. No. Yeah. Two days ago. When? About two or three days ago. No, yeah. I gotta look it up. Yeah. Oh, he was doing so well. Yeah, he was. That's why I was like, oh, come on, man. Did you finally find that reporter? Oh, <laughs> and everything. He was so good. Hold on, I gotta look this up. But uh, so why are you Go looking ahead. that up? The, the, the Dak Prescott stuff. Let us know about that. I totally blew your mind. Uh, <laughs> so a couple days ago, Chris Sims comes out and said that Dak Prescott turned down a five-year, hundred seventy-five million dollar contract because. He wants $45 million in that last year. Now, 
obviously me being an Eagles fan, I found all the memes. I'm loving the memes. Send them to the king. Right before oh, yeah, we, you've been all over the memes. Yeah. And right before we came on to record here, it came out that Chris Sims, much like football, doesn't know shit. Nope, not at all. Because uh, once, and uh, again, I, I, I learned all this from watching uh, Pat McAfee, which is great. If you're not watching us, I love please him. Because that's some great stuff. I hope he goes to Monday Night Football. I, they, they won't. They won't yeah, put him on there. Good. They should 100% put him on there. Yeah. Uh, but they won't. Uh, that uh, Chris Sims and everybody else came out, uh, you know, when Chris Sims came out with this, all the rest of the insiders, like Schefter. Uh, Ian Rappaport was another one I saw. Rappaport was another one. All these guys came out and because... Because and and this is the point too. If somebody who's not normally an insider, and Chris Sims isn't, he's yeah. just on Pro Football Talk with Florio, who's another goon. Yeah. He's another. He's, he tried to single handedly destroy the XFL, you know. And I'm sure he just is jacking himself because it's not coming back. Oh, Although it might, it might. You see, he might be buying it. But you know, uh, uh, Vincent. But there. The, the good thing about that is about 20 other people have listed themselves as wanting to buy oh, okay. it. All of them have said they want a 2021 return. So there is still hope for the XFL to come back. But be that as it may, uh, you know, you have all, all these other insiders go with what Chris Sims is saying. So now they hit their sources inside because they're like, listen, if somebody else is trying to say something, I heard nothing from my guy who knows Jerry Jones personally. I've heard nothing from my guys in the Cowboy organization. I've heard nothing from anybody who knows Dak, Jerry, the Cowboys. I've heard nothing. Yeah. So they go and talk to their guys. And then when their guys tell them, not a thing. And that's the thing. You had every other insider, NFL insider, who knows the Cowboys, knows Jerry Jones. They came out and said, I don't know what Chris Sims is talking about, <laughs> but from every single person I have talked to in the organization that knows Dak, that knows his agent, that knows Jerry, that knows everybody, that offer was never made. Okay. That was not something that was even discussed. That was anything. We don't know where Chris Sims has got this information, but it's clear that is a false report, a false statement. It's not. So Chris Sims... Again, just looks like a huge stooge. <laughs> Not like his father. Yeah. His father, great guy, wonderful man, led the Giants to Super Bowls. Good, you know, liked him as an announcer. Some people did it. That's fine. But his son, who I actually played against when I played high school football, when he played, I believe, for the Raritan Rockets, <laughs> I was playing for, uh, was it Raritan? Was it, wait, did he play for Raritan or was it Neptune? I can't remember. It might have been Neptune. Uh, but uh, when, when they, they played a scrimmage against us at Bayonne High School once, and uh, I wanted to murder him, and I never got a chance to. So it's good to see his his bougie ass kind of get served to him by everybody else for thinking who he is. And also, screw Mike Florio for employing. So, <laughs> so, uh, so, to, all to, that part joy. so to clarify, he sucked at football. He sucks as a reporter, on field reporter. And all his insiders suck. Yes. Okay. He, he, he's doing good. <laughs> Listen, he's getting paid. So I guess I can't, I guess I can't argue with it. You know, he's, yeah. he's, he's getting paid to be terrible at his job. I wish I could do it. I wish I could get a job. Be that bad at it. 
<laughs> and still get paid. He's like Chris Sims is the weatherman of football analysts. Yeah, because he's never right. His his analysis and t- did you see who he had listed as like his ten best NFL quarterbacks? Yeah, like a couple yeah. months ago. Yep, and just how yep. insane that was. Like, what the hell is he thinking? <laughs> Like that, like that, I don't think he, I, I don't think he had Drew Brees on his list or something. Like, oh, it was. Yeah, he had like was, he had like was, Drew Brees like nine, but Prescott like four, and Mahomes yeah, seven. He had, he had somebody like way above Drew. Like, so what are you doing? Yeah, does it? Chris Sims doesn't know dick about dick. That's the bottom line. <laughs> and the fact of the matter is, like, he is. He's the weatherman of football analysts. He gets nothing right. He doesn't know anything. But he still gets paid a ridiculous amount of money because his last name is Sims. Yeah. Like, do you remember his NFL career? I fucking don't. I think he actually even played for Philly and got beat out by a third-string quarterback. Hey, I don't know. Did he? Was he in Tennessee for a while or something? I don't know. Yeah. I remember he went to Texas and he was garbage. Yeah. It was garbage in Texas. He was gar. Obviously, he was garbage whenever he tried to hit the NFL. Because I don't think he ever started a damn game. Uh, he, yeah, yeah, maybe one or two, but that was it. When Tim Tebow has a better NFL career than you do, <laughs> and they railroaded Tebow out of the league, yeah, how bad are you? You suck. <laughs> Why are we listening to Chris Sims talk about anything? Yeah. Anything. Nothing he says is right. I would rather listen. At least Collinsworth knows what the hell he's talking about. What does Chris Sims know? Chris Sims doesn't know anything. Ooh. He never knew anything. If he knew anything, he might still be playing in the league, <laughs> and he wouldn't be Mike Florio's little bitch on Pro Football Talk. How about that, Chris Sims? Stop talking <laughs> when I am nobody can sit here and make more sense than you when Jimbo, who can't talk, can make more sense than you. Hey. Sorry, well, buddy. I love yeah. you. No, it's true. It's true. But it's true. <laughs> like, Chris, what does Chris Sims know? He doesn't know anything. He's not an insider. He's not a... He, he has no in-depth an, you know, analytic yeah. ability when it comes to the game. He, he holds as much weight in what he says about pro football that I do. Yeah, he does, and that's a simple fact. Or as anybody does, and and there's plenty of football podcasters and other people out there that have more credibility than Chris Sims does. But meanwhile, he's making a boatload of money, and he's all over NBC and NBC has said and Mike Florio's jock <laughs> because he's Chris Sims. I don't know. Did Mike Florio have a crush on Phil, and now he's just trying to bang Chris on the side? That's why he's around. He looks like a he looks like a twink sub anyway. <laughs> Chris Sims. Been what a, a joke. It's been a, a while since you It's been a while since you got fired up on the show. <laughs> uh, I, I wasn't expecting it. I know we were gonna talk about it. I wasn't expecting it. But all of a sudden, as we're talking about it, and I sit here and I think about it, I was like building up. Who the F is Chris Sims? <laughs> Who are you? You're uh... nobody. You're just like me. You're a nobody. <laughs> He's a nobody who's got a lot of money because his dad was a somebody and he gets paid for his last name and it sucks. But that's just the way life is sometimes. It's not fair. It's it's less fair than the NFL player uh, NHL playoffs are going to be. But it's not fair. But it's what we have to do with. 
Remember, you said my joy, my joy, my joy comes from reminding Chris Sims, and he'll never see this, but that's fine. I'll tag even him. If, even if he does, if we tag him, just make Chris Sims listen. Personally, I'm sure he's a great guy. Yeah, he's a husband, father. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know the guy's life. If he is, I'm sure he's a great dad. I'm sure he's a great husband. I'm sure he's a good friend to all the people that he knows. But as a football analyst, he's donkey dick. <laughs> He's as much of a football analyst as me or you are, and that's simply the bottom line of it. He's not good at what he does. He tries to he tried to swim it in the big boy pool, and he got kicked out because he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. <laughs> and that's the thing. If you're going to come at Schefter, if you're going to come for Schefter's spot, you had better come to kill him. Because oh, yeah. Shefty will knock you back down into the kiddie pool. And that's exactly what happened. Chris Sims got knocked back into the three-foot kiddie pool. You stay there, son, and let the big boys handle the big boy news. Who actually know what they're talking about. Who actually have sources. Who actually have inside information. Not you. Well, then. Um, that may be the show. And you may never hear us again because Chris Sims may... Sue us for defamation or something. Uh, he'll, he'll, he'll cry on Twitter. He'll put like, this is online bullying. This is terrible. You can't do that. And listen, I'm not bullying the guy. Like I said, I'm sure he's a great guy. Personally, on a great level, I'm sure he's a fantastic, wonderful person. But he can't analyze football out of a wet paper fucking bag. He can't. He's, he, he, like I said, he's on par with me and you. And we suck. Yeah. So I, I'm sure that's a great advertisement for station. <laughs> but... That's kind of, listen, when we started this all those years ago, before I left and you had shoulders come on or, yeah. or, or Bert, whatever, whatever he's calling himself now, I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, O'Brien. But anyway, before all that happened, we, we the, the whole point of the show was that it was just two guys at a bar talking sport, talking football. Yeah. That's what we And that's what it is. That's the level of our analytic ability. We're two drunks talking about football. And making very good phrases like wet, muddy ass. That's still one of the best things you've ever <laughs> Now, there's a wet muddy ass. <laughs> As the bar is dead silent. But, yeah, yeah so I, I think that's going to be it for this week. Uh, maybe, you know, we'll see how your schedule goes next week. Maybe if you want to be Listen, back COVID's on. going on, so I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> so before we go, head over to Twitter. Follow us. Well, follow the show there at ST Sports Podcast. King? Uh, you can follow me. It's on the screen, too, if you look at it. But in case you are illiterate or drunk, which is a possible case either way, uh, that is at King of Skunk Duck. That is at King, like a king, of Skunk Duck, like the two animals, King of Skunk Duck. <laughs> but head over there. He has a lot of cool shirts on there. And after we get off the show here, maybe me and him will throw some ideas about the possible... What do we call it? The, the, the worst NFL? The, the, the Stay Tuned Sports... Hall of not of what is it? Very bad Hall of Fame. Was it the Hall of Very I'll, Bad? I'll have to go back and very listen. Very bad Hall of Fame. Yeah, absolute awful. I don't know. We'll go. Over. That's the, see. This is what I mean. We can't remember what we said <laughs> ten minutes ago. And we're sober. We're still better than Chris Sim. <laughs> still better. All right. So till next week, it's your good friend Jimbo uh, and King. I, I just, if we see, if we see you next week, if I see you, I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. But it, if we do. I'll see you then. See you later, guys.